Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Chopped Sports Fight Factory, powered by Dudes Gourmet, right here in the Richard Lucas Chevy and Subaru studio in Matawan, New Jersey. I am your host this week. It's Tommy D. Joined with me by standing at a six foot two and a staunch 260 pounds. What? Dave Sturchio. Are you practicing your ring announcer? I am. I you? am. Yeah, is that what you want to do now? Yeah, I, I'll do, I want to do everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have Chris Payne with us this week. Right now, he is dancing like nobody's watching in the center of Times Square, directing <laughs> traffic. Not here with us. We were supposed to have Shay. She's not here. Dave's feeling a little under the weather, so he asked the old host to bring us in. It felt good to do it for the first time. I can't wait to not do it again next week. So and funny. he also forgot to mention that we're being sponsored and powered by Absolute Eyewear. Well, because we don't have the camera. Well, I, I no. Had... Well, the, the ornament's hanging on the tree. Oh, that's right. It is. That's Absolute right. Eyewear ornaments. It's beautifully decorated studio here. Yeah. Well, Tommy was butthurt that <laughs> the, the wrestling hour that's hosted by me and Chernoff is um, way better looking than this show. It is amazing. Uh, I mean, Josh is a, I mean, as much of a jerk off as Josh is, mm. uh, he is a fantastic editor. Um, but yeah, so I, we decided to hire some elves, put up a Christmas tree, put up a fire, put up our portrait right over the fire on the mantle, you know, yeah. the, the good stuff. And then we have the ornaments in the tree, Richard Lucas, dudes gourmet, absolute eyewear, good times, holiday season. I'm excited. My uh, God, you I sound just, like Jake Roberts. I went, yeah, I went, listen, it was Disney world. It fucking killed me. Um, the drive was the worst. And like all you indie wrestlers out there who do the drives, like, fuck off. <laughs> like, because I hate all of you. Because driving, and, and I've actually did the drive down to North Carolina once to Wilmington. Is that South Carolina or North Carolina? I think it's North Carolina. Okay, so I no. wrestled. I think it's South Carolina. Doesn't matter. Either way. It's in the Carolinas. I wrestled down there for UPWA. It was my first out-of-New-Jersey state wrestling uh, gig. And me, Damian Gibbs, I believe Mario Bacara. We, we loaded up into this. Uh, there was a bunch of other. I can't think of the other ones. I, and I'm sorry if I forget. Maybe Black Hollywood. Yeah, Black Hollywood was there. That's Sean and Ray. Uh, and we went down to wrestle for these guys. I wrestled Damian Gibbs on a tag team match first. Then he turned on me. <laughs> then the next day, we had a one-on-one -on -one match. It was like a three-day tour. Wow. In Flair country. You know. Yeah, uh, you all split the drive, right? For the most part? Yeah, for the most part. This, yeah. this past trip, I did a lot of the driving. And... Uh, yeah, definitely uh, hit the immune system a little bit, so whatever. Yeah, yes, it does. I'll survive. You're, you're talking to a guy that does that constantly. <laughs> yeah, you're crazy. First of all, Virginia sucks. I feel like Virginia's the, the biggest state in the country. I couldn't wait to come home. I really That's right, you were away, too. I could not yeah. wait to come home. Uh, I know we missed you guys. We missed a week here, and a lot of wrestling's happening that week. Obviously, we're not going to go back and cover everything. Uh, it was pretty cool to see Mr. Punk at NXT. Mr. Punk. On, that uh, we're dressing in there? On Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I, I did see that promo. Uh, he kind of teased. You could tell that they had nothing planned because he missed his flight. He just came out there to riff with with Sean. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, and listen, you, and from what I gather and from Shay putting the notes that you have this week, um, is that Punk could possibly be linked to potentially helping out develop some of these stars down there in NXT. And what better guy? I mean, well, he's been around the block. What he wanted to do in AEW, and nobody wanted to listen to him. So, well, I mean, look, you have to, he has to be a change guy. You know, and, and I know that there's a lot of people, storyline-wise, that don't like him. I kind of love that Seth oh, Rollins. Oh, I can't wait till we, we get yeah, into that. we'll get into all, all that. Woo. But I, I think if there's anybody who's learned under the, the Paul Heyman tree of professional wrestling, storytelling, promos, all that shit... CM Punk is the OG Heyman guy, and I think that, um, you know, I, I think it's a great opportunity for Punk if he stays the course, well, you know, I have a, he's a, a loose little, cannon. I have a little booking idea that I think might actually happen. Okay. When Roman loses that belt at WrestleMania this year. To who? Cody. Yeah. When he loses that belt, Heyman's switching back to Punk when Punk beats Seth. Uh, so you talk about a full circle moment, yeah, yeah. and then I bet you Brock comes back for that. And we get I mean, Brock now, now you're getting me excited. I got the goosies here. I, I mean, booking one on one. But normally, nine times out of ten, in professional wrestling fans <laughs> or media people, whoever book something fantasy wise, 
it doesn't ever actually pull. Uh, I play just out. think that that's the, my opinion, the best for business angle. Ah, yes, the old best for business. So, All right. Speaking of best for business, let's, let's get into it. Raw. Yeah. Uh, this Monday night, Drew McIntyre defeated Jay Uso. I, I like heel Drew a lot, and I love. What Uso's doing as a babyface. Yeah, he got yeet back. He was Super very happy over. about yeah, that. Yeah, what was the story with that? So there was some kind of copyright that they couldn't use it? I some guess trademark? Some, I don't know if it was an indie guy that that did it a while back. I don't even know if he's still a wrestler. It was on Twitter, but obviously the juggernaut of WWE is yeah, going to so win. So whoever owned yeet, you're now rich. So congratulations. Which is hysterical because my kid had a yeet puzzle like seven years ago. All it said was yeet. The fuck does yeet mean? I, I don't know. It's, it's the young kids. That's what the kids, kids are saying. Yeah, no, it's, okay. it's the young kids' language, even though I think the Usos are around our age. Yeah, right? <laughs> they got grays in the beard, just like all of us folks. Mm-hmm. This match, um, Rhea Ripley and Maxine Dupree, you could tell how much ring time Maxine Dupree actually needs. Okay. Um, Rhea had to basically deadlift her for Rhea's finisher. Okay. She, she didn't jump. Um, and of course, oh, so this is what they're doing at the at the PC. Yeah, she doesn't wrestle much. She's a valet. Why they decided to do this, I don't know. I guess maybe they thought she was going to be enhancement talent for Rhea, but it did not go over well. Um, Rhea saved her from breaking her neck twice in that match. Well, I mean, um, you get this. You get the opportunity to do it if you flounder it. You know, back to the drawing board. So. Yeah, but that was bad. I'm just bad, glad nobody man. got hurt. Like that, I feel like if this was Attitude Era time, you wouldn't see Maxine Dupree on TV ever again. Hmm. That ruthless, huh? Oh, it was bad. Okay. No, no, it was. It, it just watch it. Yeah. Um. I will. It was. It was awful, and I felt bad for Rhea because it makes her look bad. I mean, to the to people who aren't hip to the business and understand. It makes Rhea look bad. I always look at wrestling and football and sports in general. Sometimes I watch it from an outsider's perspective, meaning like if this was my first time watching it, would I watch it again? Much like a a, a football game with like a billion penalties. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if that was somebody's first game, they're like, this this sport sucks. So if that was your first time seeing Rhea Ripley, you might actually say like, what is this? You know what I mean? So. You do want to correct all that. I'm sure they will. I, you know, it's it's Rhea Ripley. She's the best at she what she's is. doing. She is, and you know that's that's what I'm talking about. Like if if you were to like you said, if this was the first time that you saw Rhea, you would have thought, are they both new to this? Right. Like they they look like they looked like the first match that you'd see in an independent mm. before the actual card starts. So okay. like the students, that's what it looked like. Gotcha. And for Rhea, that's completely not who she is. Right. All right. So next. CM Punk comes on down. And signs with Raw, right? As he's in his speech, he signs to Raw, which that's the smartest thing to do because now you can easily move Cody to SmackDown. Or it just doesn't put any, it doesn't throw any water onto the, the hot flame that is LA Knight. You know what I mean? Like well, Orton's committed to SmackDown. Oh, shit. You're right. Orton did sign SmackDown. That okay, was um, a terrific. I know we don't talk about SmackDown, but that tag I match. I mean, we talk about SmackDown. It's just it's dated by the time our right. show comes that out. That so. tag match with LA Knight and Orton was phenomenal. I did see that. Um, that was excellent the way that they, they riffed with each other kind of at the end. Mm-hmm. So that could be a cool rivalry that I think that we see eventually because their moves almost mirror each other except for, you know, Randy's kind of flattens out while... L.A. Knights is it's a little bit different, but almost similar. Oh, you're talking about the RKO and the Blunt Force drama? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, similar, like, it, boom, you know. Yeah. yeah I, so I it's it. almost similar. But Punk comes out, commits to Raw, <clears throat> and out comes Seth Rollins. And the hair on my neck stood up because I said, here we go. This is going to be great. I know you guys weren't watching it live. I didn't want to tell you anything. So I just texted you, Seth and Punk, center stage, and it hit. I had to go. I had to I. Pause Tommy DeVito. I, I paused all my, my Monday Night Football. Tommy Cutlets. I, I went over to uh, to Raw, you know, kind of started it when Rollins was coming out. Um, I think they did its job. I think they want they left you wanting a lot more. There's a lot more in the tank. Well, everybody's like, oh, it's the same exact promo that Hangman uh, Adam Page cut. Yeah, except the difference is this was real. 
and had substance. So he so hangman cut the same like like I hate you everybody in the back hates you kind of deal. Okay, well I mean look, <laughs> truth be told, it, it's the same promo because it might be the same somewhat same feelings. Well, except the difference is, you know, before that promo, CM Punk didn't have seven years worth of insults thrown towards Adam Page and all those it guys. Does, it does shock me that to see or to hear Punk or hear Seth Rollins basically publicly out him and say, you did try to tear this place down when he was, you know, when he was here. And... For him to say from the, 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 the best line was like, from the bottom of my heart, I hate you. Yeah. Like, I hate you. And I was like, hate's a strong word. You're a dad. You know that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like that right there was like, yeah, that that works uh, for that moment in time. But this, this promo was also probably agreed upon to where Hangman kind of went into business for himself. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, look, yeah, most, most promos have bullet points where, you know, I'll talk, I'll say this. You talk, you say that. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe there was a, a shed of, like, you got 10. Do what you want to do. Well, you know? and that's or, why Punk had said to him, that's the one time that you're going to get to disrespect me to where I'm not going to punch you in the face. Um, which I think is another great shot. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, um, but the promo worked. You're severely invested in the... Uh, in the rivalry, mm. and CM Punk's first match is going to be at a live show against Dom Dom. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know about all that having his first match at a live show, but maybe I mean, because think about it: when's the last time he was in the ring in a match? It was back in what what pay per view was that? Uh, all in, and that was like August, right? Yeah. So by the time he wrestles, it'll be December eight four four months off. It's like. Maybe they do want to get some of the rust off in front of our live crowd, WWE crowd, not so much AEW but crowd. what better way to sell tickets to a live show than CM Punk's first That shit was going to sell match. out anyway. It, it now always going to be. The Garden? It's, come on. Is that the Garden show that he's? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Holiday Garden show, man. I'm even thinking about trying to like venture up there. I think that would be great. Which, by the way, it's not going to make you happy, but Josh Chernoff has applied for WrestleMania credentials for myself and him. So, Oh. <laughs> It went from us. I just wanted to break that news right here. It went so, from all so of us just, to I just feel Josh his, and Dave. I can feel his soul leaving his body. No, really, for for basically for inside. Um, but then there's WrestleCon and shit like that, things that you'll be involved in. So. Oh, I get to. Uh, it's, it's all right. I'll take the sloppy seconds. It's fine. Apparently, I'm the convention guy anyway. <laughs> no, Payne's apparently the convention guy. He just doesn't, doesn't, show, doesn't show. Yeah, and he order this show either. Um, yeah, well. So... Then we saw Punk say that he's going to enter himself into the Royal Rumble. Obviously, he's entering him in to take out Seth. I had a thought. On the way driving here today at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm thinking about this show already. So in case anybody wonders if I care about the show, I do because I was thinking about it. Um, what if they do a, a Luger, Bret Hart, Cody, and Punk both same time win? Right, and then like they do declare two winners, and then they have a match at whatever elimination chamber one on one. Mm -hmm. Winner gets to pick which side he goes on. Loser has to just go to the other side. Winner would that. be Cody. Could go to Roman. Loser Punk. I'm cool with that because I got Seth. What if they split the Royal Rumble? SmackDown Royal Rumble. I hate that. I know. Mm -mm. I say make it forty people. I say make it bigger. WrestleMania 40, 40 people, do that. Don't split the Rumble. You're already, it's bad enough you got two. And I'm not saying it's bad enough. Women yeah, deserve no, the Rumble. I know what I'm you just mean. saying it's long. You I, know? Mean, it's like, I think they just need to stop with the brand split. At this point, stop with I the think brand they, split. they reignited the brand split with these free agent signings. Like, you started to forget about the brand split for a little while. Because it's yeah. just like, this guy's showing up here, this guy's showing up there. But now, all of a sudden, you got free agents signing SmackDown, signing Raw. So I, NXT is getting involved. So I really think that they're doubling down now. Now that they have so many wrestlers, they're doubling down on the brand split. Well, I think they need to get rid of the free agents then and just make them either Raw or SmackDown. Well, there's no free agents left. There's not? Brock, maybe? Yeah. I mean, he's the beast. He gets to do what he wants. He, and he's going to become, you know he's going to be coming back soon. I wonder if he enters the Rumble. He has to. He's got to be one of the surprise entrants because they don't do... 
the le- like the legend surprise entrance for the men anymore. It's always for the women. I think that would be a great segment or a great moment where it's like maybe maybe there's five guys, six guys left with number thirty coming out, and part of the six guys that are in there, it's Punk, it's Cody, it's the it's all the main event guys that you think are going to be involved in that, like McIntyre, mm-hmm. all the big dogs. And then that Brock music hits, and everybody just kind of looks back, and they're like, holy shit. Like, that that would be... That place would go nuts. I, I would be, for me, as a Brock Mark that I am, I would be like, that's fucking, that's great. And you'd be filming that reaction so we don't miss out on, on missing <laughs> yeah, uh, the last that reaction. That place would go nuts because if Punk is in the ring, because if you remember, when Punk did that Cabana podcast, one of the things that he complained about was he tried to get sponsors... On you know the trunks for like the wrestlers and things like that, and Vince said no, you can't do that. And then Brock came with Jimmy John and watched with the Jack Links, you yeah. know what I mean? And he was like, well, why does he get to do it? Well, because those were his sponsors when he when he came in, so he kind of shot on Brock a little bit there. So yeah. it, that whole story from all those years ago. Do you remember how he got eliminated in that last Rumble that he was in? It was awful. Yeah, I think it was like he, Kane. He right? was the number that I picked. In your draft, when you did the the Royal Rumble, uh, like fantasy draft thing, that was like back in like 2014, dude. I thought you were talking about the this past one. No, I'm talking about CM Punk being eliminated from no, the Rumble. No, 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 I don't remember. Kane like came back and corporate Kane came back into the ring, dragged him over the top, and that was it. Ugh. Yeah, I was horrible, and I was like, oh man. And then he was gone like two days later. Ugh. Um, but anyway. All right, so moving on. Moving on, we're all. Bronson Reed defeats Ivar. I, I like this feud, and I don't like this feud. It's good filler. They wrestle again? Yeah. Okay. It's good filler, but you got to do something with Bronson Reed. He is a giant, giant individual. You've got to do something. Are with they him. split? Are they, you know, like, what's the seri- like, is I don't, series? I don't know. I don't pay attention. I'm just curious. It's, it's just it two some kind of payoff. Slapping or, meat, you know? Just a little well, meat slapping. <laughs> all right, so... As they kept panning to the back, Priest told Punk that if he wins the World Heavyweight Championship, he'll be there to cash in on him. Oh, which was okay. I guess they're still doing the Senor Money in the Bank thing. Which have to. I got to agree with with Payne. I, I think that's like going out the wayside. You think it's just going to expire? I think either it's going to expire. He has or to cash in and lose. Either he cashes in and loses, or they do the well, or like Punk does the I'll wrestle you for the briefcase. What if? What if that sets up the ultimate collision between Damian Priest and Finn again, finally? You know, like, he goes to cash and Finn turns. Finn costs him the the, the championship match. I could see that. You know, you're not going to take away what I worked hard for for seven years. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like. That's a good way to get the, the, that's, the that's contract That's a perfect way to do it. Yeah, and the contract will be done. It's just a regular, ca- like, because they did that with Theory. Did every he time- fight for the contract? No, but every time Theory was trying to cash in. Something would happen. Something would happen, and I think he cashed in for the uh, the United States title. No, but I think that like if Finn wants to go back to being a, a babyface, cost him the match. Yeah, if Finn will be the ultimate. He, it'll be Damian Priest that turns into the babyface. There's no way Damian Priest can be a fucking babyface anymore. I don't think so. The either, same thing as Roman. Same, same, literally the same shtick. I don't, I don't think so either. But unfortunately, I think Finn's going to be. Judgment Day with Rhea because they're all like almost turning on Priest when you see it in the backstage altercations. I mean, you'll get to it, but R Truth coming out during their promo, dude. That's fucking uh, R Truth is a fucking national treasure. Yeah. Each, we, each should week kick, we should kick Dom out. No, JD out. It's like, oh, each, each week it gets funnier, funnier and funnier with the, with the rabbit ears and the TV. Oh, dude. Um, but unfortunately, they, they beat down. Poor our truth yeah. with the Creed brothers coming out to save them. I definitely dig the Creed brothers. I, I kind of dude, like they're their... awesome. I love the. I love the. They're they're, the Steiners. They're kind of hokey. Yeah, a little bit, but you got to be. It's wrestling. It's fine. And uh, I, I can't remember the the girl's name that's that's with them. Uh, they got a girl. Yeah, dude. She's. Why don't I remember that? Right. She looks like a brick shit house. She's <laughs> looks like she's muscular as shit. She yeah, looks like a, and I'm not meaning this the wrong way, but a, a prettier Zoe Stark. That is the wrong like, way. <laughs> she looks like she should be an MMA fighter. That's what she looks like. The way she has her hair braided and everything. Mm. Uh, they're kind of insinuating that she's going to be next to challenge Rhea. I guess okay. for one of these like uh, enhancement matches, so to speak. Gotcha. Fair. I mean, I don't know how that's going to look, but 
I just don't want to see this start to diminish Rhea's stock. You know what I mean? Rhea's stock ain't going nowhere. Never will. She, I think so? She's she's China, bro. She's the she's the new ninth wonder of the world, whatever the fuck she was. Damn. I hope she's an entrant in the uh, the men's Royal Rumble. I really do. The only way that happens is if she's champ going into the Rumble. Still. Well, I mean, where's she going to lose it? Right. So, yeah. So then I guess it can happen because it's just like there's no reason for her to be in the women's. She's already a champ. But now why don't I just try to get one step further and go after the men's, too? Imagine cool. she's the one who throws out Brock Lesnar if he's in it. Oh, my God. I mean, you want to get somebody over. That's how you do and it. And he would do it, too. Uh, yeah, probably. At this point of his career, yeah. He would definitely do it. All right, so moving on. Caden Carter and Katana Chance defeat Candice LeRae and Indy Harwell. Thank God this match was decent because the the one that they had, was either a week, I think it was the week before, with uh, Natalia and was it Tegan Knox? Yeah. Oh, terrible. Mm. Terrible. I could do without. They had no chemistry between each other whatsoever. And just everything that was being done in the it was just, it was terrible to watch. It honestly made Caden Carter and, and Katana look Bush League. Mm. It really did. Like, they should have been, like, headlining a, a VFW in fucking Alabama somewhere. That's, Jackson, New Jersey, bro. That's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> DIY and The Miz defeat Imperium. I, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, so The Miz was a mystery thing, right? That, yeah, that's I don't how know how I out. feel about this, like, happy Miz with, with DIY. You had a problem with both of these guys in, like, the past year, if you remember. You know, when he was doing the stuff with Dexter Loomis and, mm. uh, and Champa, and yeah. then he had the problems with, with Johnny Sameface. It just, I don't know, it just was weird. Who the fuck is Johnny Same Face? That's what Cornette calls uh, oh, man. Gargano, Johnny Same Face. Why? Because he makes what? I don't know. Uh, that's so dumb. Cornette, come on, come up with something. <laughs> Do something better. It's just I don't know. It just it, it just it's weird. Miz as a good guy is weird to me. I don't like. Him. I like when Miz is like the hard good guy, like when he's like in your face and he's cutting a great promo and he's spitting truth. Like that's when the Miz as a babyface is good. Because really, when when he's a heel, he's more like vindictive and like is that super really a baby face though? When they're they're coming at you hard, not real. I mean, yeah, because I, I feel like if you if you're doing that, that means you're standing up for what you believe in. It's it's like the very um, I don't know. It's like hero mentality. Because um, because when he's a heel, he's just like a really dick. really you know like just a douche you know. But like this is like rah rah. Yeah, it's baby face stuff. I like it, but I. He challenged Gunther. He wants another shot at the title. Royal Rumble? They didn't say Royal Rumble. They didn't say anything. All Gunther said is, you want it, you got it. And then that's that's how it was left. Um, I like it at Rumble. So I definitely think this time around, Miz is taking the belt off Gunther. Let's do um, it. I think we're going to see Gunther in the final at least five of Royal, Royal Rumble this year. Mm. If not win. If really fucking throw a wrench and shit. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, could you imagine? Yeah, the, the fans were going fucking berserk, and they wouldn't know what to do. You have too much star power. We went over this last week or two weeks ago. Like, the rosters are as loaded as they're going to get. These guys, some of these mainstream dudes that were on the come up are going to get bumped just for a little bit until, like, until CM Punk causes some kind of stirring back or, you know, somebody else gets fired or whatever. But, like, you know, you got to be careful because... Even if you're Gunther, your your big push might be delayed. It's stuck. You know, it sucks for him, but what he's about? not drawing like anybody else would. With what about? Big what if they did this? <coughs> you all right there, Monty? Yeah, I'm fine. All right. <laughs> I'll survive. What if Miz and him go at it on a, on a Raw and he beats Miz, right? Yeah. Royal Rumble comes around. The Gunther open invitational, and that's when we hear Brock's music. They don't have to build it because people are already going to be watching the Royal Rumble to see who wins it anyway. Mm -hmm. What if it's Brock and Gunther for the IC belt? It's a belt that Brock's never had. And that's the match we've all wanted to see. We've wanted to see Brock and oh, That's Gunther. right. They never did that. We just called for it last yeah. year and it just never happened. What if that happens? I would tell Gunther to start practicing how to learn on your uh, fall on your neck <laughs> because he's going to be suplexing his ass all over the place. Because no matter what, he's going to be over the moon. 
Because you know Brock's going to make him look good in the match, whether he wins or loses. Right. And then Brock wins a belt that he's never won before. Fair. I mean, we're all still waiting for Sheamus to win it at least once, right? Because that's the one belt that he hasn't he's won. He's hurt. That was it. Where's Sheamus been? Yeah, Sheamus has been gone, right? Speaking of hurt, uh, I don't know if this is a, a work. Charlotte? No. Oh. oh, that was bad enough. No, no, no. Um, at a house, NXT house show yesterday, Ilya Dragunov was carted off on a stretcher after a match with Ridge Holland. Now, nobody knows if this is a work or not. They wouldn't do something like that on a house show. Why stretch somebody out? So on how do you show? not fire this guy, considering that Big E still hasn't wrestled since he got dumped on his neck from Ridge Holland? The dude's not safe. If that's the case, the dude's not safe. And I'm not going to mention any names, but there was a wrestler that I've had awesome conversations with. And when we were hanging out after an event, he had said to me that this dude was known for doing that in NXT when he was there. I mean, if he ain't getting it, then yeah, it's time to make a move on the guy. Because, I mean, you, you, you're damaging some of your top guys. I mean, especially Dragunov. Like he's, he's the champ, right? Yeah, but he's, you're talking about a guy who is almost main roster ready and could probably, he could probably be the next leader of Imperium or at least like a top general in Imperium with Gunther. Or even somebody to wrestle Gunther, because I think those two wrestled on NXT already. Yeah, I mean, look, I clearly it ain't malicious, you know, because if you're in this business, it, you're all no, about protecting I just your think guy. It's it's unsafe. But if, if it's if it's if it's a, now it's a constant thing, yeah, you gotta you gotta. You know, I don't I don't think Big E's ever gonna wrestle again. Probably not, and you, you know he doesn't want to come to the terms with that. But yeah, we're not doctors, you know, we're not gonna f- speculate that shit, but. It's you know, been t- what, a two neck years is a now? neck, bro. A neck is a neck. You can't fuck around with that. You want to walk for the rest of your life? Can't do that shit. Yeah, so, so we'll that see. was that was pretty scary with that. All right, moving on. Cody defeats Shinsuke Nakamura by disqualification because Nakamura spit mist in Cody's face. Weird. When have they ever disqualified somebody for that? When the referee sees it. Yeah, but the referee's seen it in championship matches where there's you know. There's no disqualification. Like that, you sure? Not a rule. Yeah. Are you sure the referee's looking right at the guy as he's spitting? Well, if you have green shit all over your face well aware. one minute, well you don't aware, have it the but next. the referee like, doesn't see that it was happen. Just, it was just weird to me. I didn't I so that, did not so like that, that ending. That rivalry's going to continue. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't like that ending, and honestly, a lot of the people didn't care to watch that because they lost a whole lot of viewership going towards the end of that. But. Why? It's a three-hour show, bro, and I don't think really people cared too much. A lot of people didn't care too much about the main event because there really is no backstory between Nakamura and Cody. Yeah, they haven't really, they haven't really uh, like addressed it yet. You know, but they were they're also, buying time, bro. They were, they were also up against two Monday Night Football games. Yeah, fine. There was other stuff that was going on, but Punk segment with with uh, Seth, one point eight million viewers. Just for that 10-minute segment, everybody tuned in to see that. You know, but they lost viewership towards the end, and I don't think that the main event was strong enough. Yeah. Um, But the Creed brothers came out to help Cody because Nakamura kept attacking him even after the match was over. So it's just a mishmash. I don't know what they're doing. I don't like it. I don't like mishmash shit like that. Mm. So it wasn't really – it didn't do it for me. Right. This feud doesn't do it for me, and I like Nakamura a lot. But there's got like be I a said, point I think they're it. just buying time to get yeah. to the Rumble and see what happens. There's, there's got to be a point to it for me, and there was no point to it, so it's just like, eh. I I think maybe the, the way you end this and resolve this officially and continue Cody's story is if what do they got? four or five Raws left before the Rumble. Yeah. Because you, know, you got, you know, the end of the year, and then you got into January. Maybe Nakamura hurts Cody. Cody's out. Can't believe it. Definitely not going to be in the Rumble. He's hurt. Nakamura's in the Rumble. Cody returns at the Rumble. Throws out Nakamura. That ends that. And then Cody can win the fucking thing and move on. 
That could close the door on that rivalry at the Rumble. You'd, you'd hope so, because there's nothing, there's no meat to if it. If there's no substance to it, then yeah, get rid of it. Yeah, oh, there's no meat to it. It's just watered down to meat. Right. Speaking of watered down, collision on Saturday. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Terrible segue. Eddie Kingston defeats Claudio <laughs> Castagnoli for the Continental Classic. I'm so, I'm trying to figure out this tournament, and it's, it's point-based, and mm. it's weird. It's weird. Um, Willow Nightingale defeats Mercedes Martinez. After the match, Mar uh, Mercedes and Diamante attack Willow. So Statlander came out to save her. Nice to see Statlander back out there. Wardlow defeats Willie Mack. I love Willie Mack. I do, too. Was it a squash? No. Okay. No, good. I mean, it was a decent match, but I Willie Mack's great. squash, per se. Good. Uh, Kenny Omega defeats Ethan Page. Yawn. Ethan Page had a great interview with Chris Van Vliet. Yes. I got to listen to that. I listened to Van Vliet with Paige, Van Vliet with Jericho, and Van Vliet with, I don't know the other one, but then I listened to The Rock and Rogan for three fucking hours. What? The Rock and Rogan. Oh. Got, that got too deep. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, no, Ethan Page, I've met him a couple times. Uh, we've interacted a couple times. He's always been cool. Um and now he looks like a million bucks, like just straight fucking. Not a million bucks, a million bucks. Yeah, well, that's, Dave, Dave's stroking out over here. No, that's so. better than a million, I think. I know it's double, so like mega million, mega million. Um, so you can yawn at it. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Ethan I, Page. I don't mind Ethan Page. It's just the match didn't do for a Kenny Omega match. It just didn't do much for me. It was also, I think, at his home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Penta and Commander, Commander, defeat Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. Okay. Andrade defeats Brian Danielson. There's some rumors on Andrade coming back to WWE, right? I I think he might resign. Okay. I think he might resign. He looks amazing. Yeah, he looks great too. He's huge. Yeah. He's huge. Probably not as bit not as strict on wellness down there, that's for sure. I I, I would think. I, I don't know. They probably do have like a certain threshold that you can't. Yeah, it's a sniff test. Yeah, right. Are you on anything? No? Okay, just don't talk about the company on social media or else Brian Danielson's going to find you. I know you heard that. No. Oh, yeah. Brian Danielson gives wrestlers fines for bad-mouthing the company on social media. He's, he's in charge of that. What? Yeah. Like, so he has, like, an office position now? I guess. So oh, he's, yeah. He's patrolling Twitter? Social media. Yep. That's why you God. see all these the people that speak out that are employed by the company erase them tweets right away. Cute, ah, right? Whatever. <laughs> it's so hard to defend at this point. Hey. I'm trying. I really and, am. The guy, and the guy's wrestling with one fucking eye. Let's just Yeah, put I that saw out there. I mean I see that, but like patrolling people's free speech. Just but, because you're but speaking not for the company. I've said this a long, long time ago. Don't shit where you eat. Especially in wrestling. Why would you why would you shit talk the company that you work for and pays you? You're an idiot if you do that. You're well, I guess absolute buffoon. I guess it's like, you know, when Britt Baker was complaining that she's had no TV time. Well and... then fucking go ask Tony. <laughs> go ask, go tell your fucking husband to get in his ear. I don't know. But like to badmouth the guy like you'll be on the unemployment line like that. And guess what? Britt and anybody else who's done it. You know, some other company might not be in, like, this grand rush to go sign you. You might be wind up at the fucking independence again before you know it and selling 8 by 10s yeah. or OnlyFans or something, you know? like why would... Nope. I have to be more professional. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, just... I'm, doing, I'm doing the host role this week, so I have to be the professional one. And I'm the sick one, so that's my excuse for, <laughs> for being a, just a grumpy old man right now. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind a Britt Baker OnlyFans. I mean, but... I'm not saying Britt Baker. I'm saying, like... <laughs> In general, they're out there, that or fucking brand army or whatever the fuck. That's a dentist with a drill. I wouldn't mind. <sighs> there, there it is. is. He's here all day, folks. <laughs> all Jesus right. Christ. So last night, let's jump over to Dynamite. Dynamite was not bad. It really was not bad. Um, it. I was. I don't expect things to be bad. By the way, I wasn't like, a big fan of the end. See, but that's it. the problem with you. You go into these things expecting just dog shit. Because almost every Wednesday, it's usually dog shit. I'm just shit. saying, if you just go in there with an open mind and you watch the matches for what they are and watch the promos for what they're worth, you might, you know, you might enjoy you, it. You know what it really is? I think I really need to, even though we need it for the show, I really should just get off Twitter 
Because they definitely should. Because their fans just drive me nuts. Why? With their overwhelming positivity? Of yeah. The, uh, see, that's just being a fan, though. Think Shit, about I, it. How many times you look at me like I mean, I'm more of a realist Cowboys fan, but there's a lot yeah, of fucking, I'm, a, I'm a realist fan. There's there's a very there's big a, difference. There is a big difference. And and the people that do think that like certain teams or companies can't do no wrong, you do get a little cringeworthy. It's just it it just but, annoys the piss I mean, out that, of but me. that's the definition of a fan. It's a fanatic. It's but this, they're this into was it. this was a good uh a good dynamite. Um except for the one promo I watched on Dynamite last night, kind of fell flat. Jericho and Omega. Yes. Uh, with Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Yeah, that, that that's in here. Uh, they that, they tried to like rename the group, and then it just like kept getting oh, censored they, and shit. I then was they just threw like, a shot at Enzo Amore. Yeah, I was like, I'm very surprised that they used that name on TV. But it's like <laughs> the Omega line was better. Like when he was like, he's got more personality, or wouldn't take his spotlight, or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so that was that. I I agree with you on that one. Uh, so Samoa Joe uh, accused Hangman Adam Page of being the devil. Saw that. Then Roderick Strong accused MJF of being the devil. Uh, Hangman defeats Roderick Strong. <laughs> the ending was terrible because Strong's head was nowhere near the mat when Page hit a dead eye. Okay. Okay, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shay. Wow, she's starting to get really cynical towards this company. Ah, well, look what you did to this girl. This <laughs> poor, innocent girl. You turned her against everything she ever liked. <laughs> Christ. Andrade defeats Brody King to keep going with the Continental Classic. I, they might have him win. Um, Brody King? No. Oh. Andrade. Is Swerve in this? Yeah, but... He's going to win. You can't give him... This is meant for Andrade. Swerve needs to be the AEW champion. What is this for? The Continental... It's just a, a belt that they made up for a tournament. God damn it. You know, like right. the Owen Hart tournament. place he's never wrestled. Ever. <sighs> Uh, Orange Cassidy asked Ross and Marshall Von Eric sons to tag with him. This Very Friday cool to see those guys. Um, the oldest Von Eric is out there. That was the older one, right? That was the father. No, yes? no, who, no, no. That's the the one remaining brother. The only remaining brother. Yeah. See, I don't. Wrestling fans will kill me for this. That I don't know the whole story, but I do want to go see Iron Claw. To see the whole story. Oh, I can't wait to yeah, see that. Yeah, it's in theaters now, and I see a lot of people, a lot of my friends are, are going to see it and stuff. And the red carpet definitely brought out some pretty, like, interesting combos, right? Mm, John Cena and MJF. Uh, no, MJF took a picture with himself. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that Baron was Baron Corbin, with, Corbin with MJF? Baron Corbin also with Taylor Swift, <laughs> which is kind of weird. And um, uh, what's her name? Liv. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you see what MJF said? No. <laughs> when she goes, I'm just here to support him. He goes, oh, I'm just here to create more more rumors of us dating. <laughs> like, he baby faced the whole thing, yeah. which which was great. Um, so uh, Omega and Jericho challenged Starks <coughs> and Big Bill Baby to the tag team championship <coughs> match at World's End. That's where uh, Jericho took the shot at Enzo, mm -hmm. which I'm surprised Enzo's been quiet. On Twitter, probably didn't see it. <laughs> I'm sure he saw it. I'm sure people added him too. <laughs> I'm very surprised he was he was quiet on Twitter. On the X, uh, Rio defeats Ruby Soho. Roosh defeats Jay Lethal for the Continental Classic. Jay Lethal, main event uh, for WrestlePro next Thursday. Not next Thursday. Two Thursdays from now. Yeah, the 20 next Friday. It's not a shotgun. It's a full steam ahead. Him LSG main event. And I and I just said. Uh, Lethal uh, for the Continental Classic. Here's one that's going to. I think you said Continental Continental Classic. Yeah. <laughs> get, get Chip Chandler. Douglas. Chip Douglas. <laughs> Chandler, I am a dusty baby. Uh, this is gonna. This is kind of fucked up. It's gonna grind your gears. Good. Jay White defeats Mark Briscoe for, in the Continental Classic. Jay White. So. You saw last week that AEW fired uh, the post production guy. Um, Kevin Sullivan, not the Kevin Sullivan, different Kevin Sullivan, right? And why? Nobody knows. Who they should fire <laughs> is that, their social media manager. Tommy's calling for people's jobs. Oh, no, no. Well, they were calling for people's jobs when Fox put the picture up of uh, oh God, Bobby Lashley and uh, Carmelo Hayes and what's his name? Um, the other one. Dawkins? Dawkins. And they put them boys. 
And, you know, Mark Briscoe was like, oh, what the hell is that? Triple H, that's, you know, the Briscoes and them boys. You know, whoever posted that should be fired. And Twitter went apeshit. I didn't see that. Twitter went apeshit. You would actually be proud of me because I was defending the Cowboys. I said, well, technically, them boys has been the Cowboys well before. Hell yeah. The Briscoes had it. Uh, then Mark Briscoe went on there because this was at the anniversary of of Jay's death, like uh, the, to the day. Oh Jesus! Um, so Mark was like, "I'm just missing my brother. I was just in my feelings. Triple H don't fire nobody. You know, everybody needs a job. It's the holidays. Everybody just needs to calm down. So people calm down. So last night, the social media manager for AEW goes, "Jay Briscoe loses to Jay White in the Continental Classic. How the fuck do you do that?" How do you how do you do that? They use the wrong Briscoe? Yeah. Oh, how do you do that? On. Like that's bad. That's so bad. Again, there's no I can't there's nothing I could say that would be like, oh yeah, you should do this. Like, oh Oh, and to go on your point, uh Moxley defeats Swerve Strickland in the Continental Classic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was my pick. Yeah, well, I mean, well, it's I a point you. system though, right? So there, there's not, they're not yeah, eliminated. If they give this belt to Swerve, I look at that as a slap in the face. He can, should be the AEW champion. He has, Dude, he has it, it, uh, yeah. skyrocketed he there really from inception. And every shit gimmick that they gave him with the with the tag team with Keith Lee that was garbage because people were clamoring for them to lose that belt the second uh, the acclaimed were getting on the scene. Can you, off the top of your head, rattle off the champions that have existed in AEW's history? A MJF, Jericho, Omega, Omega. Punk. Punk. Hangman. Hangman. And that's it. Swerve would be the first black champion. Yep. I'm, I dig it. Let's do it. Speaking of which, our buddy uh, Alex Kane hit me up. Oh, yeah? Uh, he he dethroned Hammerstone to win the MLW championship. Hammerstone's done, though, right? Is that why? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he also won another championship, and he asked if he was the first black double champion. Swerve actually is. For House of Glory? Uh, I forget. I think one of them was House of Glory, and then the other one was like DPW or something like that. Okay. Um, That's cool. So that was pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, but no, Swerve deserves that AEW championship. He's red hot right now. One. Piping it, hot. Get him, get, him, get him to the top. I'm so ready. as we get to the end, the devil and his goons attack Hangman in the parking lot, throw him through the windshield of a car. So. Where's, what kind of car? <laughs> Here's the thing. Where's the where's the where's the teaser here? Because last week or last time, the the, the beer bottle was Hangman's, which brand. which is kind of funny because and which is fucking hilarious. James Storm actually said I was at the bar, so I did like he tweeted like it wasn't me. I was at the bar. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with that. So you have MJF knocked out on the ground with a broken bottle next to him and no blood on his head. How, how do you pass that off? I don't know. It's details. It's in the details, you can, people. You don't have to bleed. You ever hit your bottle over your head? No, I've you no, bleed. I've, I've missed out on that. Yeah, opportunity. you bleed. You bleed. Okay. Um, but as they were doing this with Hangman, there was a shot of one of the devil's pants going down, and it was Roderick Strong's trunks underneath. Now, by accident or on purpose? That's what I I can't figure out. Because they didn't focus it on TV. People were focusing focusing it on Twitter. Now, you know Tony is all over Twitter. If they didn't mean for that to happen, you need to address that this week. You have to. You have to address it. You have to have Paige come out and say, I saw your trunks in that picture. Roger Strong, you need to come out of here. Because if you don't capitalize on that, and it was just a, a botch of production. I... I Knowing knowing that I know some of the, the brains and the minds down there at AEW, this was not a botch. That was it was purposely. It has to be. It has, it to, has be. to be because why would you wear your fucking trunks exactly? So that's underneath. Yes, that's. There's no mistake there. So that's one of them. That's a He's design. definitely Roger Strong is one of them. So it's all of them. Hmm? Then it's all of them. Then. Oh, I think Wardlow is one of them because you see the size of the one. No. Holy balls. If that's not Wardlow. What if it's, what's this guy? What if it's, uh. Yep, him. <laughs> oh, uh. The fuck? Why can't I think of his name? The, the, the. Oh my God. Hobbs. Hobbs, yeah. What if it's Hobbs? I mean, it could be, but 
To go off of what we talked about, was there ever a big guy in all these attacks? No. So now they're really. It fucking was just a couple you. weeks ago where you saw the one was. I mean, he was a fucking monster. What if what you had brought up, which was really good, if it came for me, with, it's usually good. With all these non competes starting to come up, because now there's rumors that Nick Nemeth. There's there's a process for Nick Nemeth. Well, Dolph's having his first match down in Puerto Rico. Right. But there's a process for him to go to AEW. I don't like the pitch that they're using for it. But what if he's one of them? I'm with it. The pitch that they're using for him, it's nostalgic, but it's gonna it would piss off any real wrestling fan. Why? I just want you to guess. The reason why Dolph would be one of them? No, no, no. The the pitch that AEW has to bring Dolph in for a storyline for him. To feud with his brother? I don't no. Know. To be CJ, one of CJ Perry's wrestlers that she manages, and then he's going to feud with Miro. So we're just rewinding it back to WWE. Oh, when, God. Yeah, th oh, God. This is the pitch that they have for How do you guy. know that's the pitch? Uh, one of the pro wrestling insiders. Journalists. Well, d does it not make sense? I, I can't see that, man. I don't want to see that. I'd rather if see. If Ziggler goes down to AEW, he's got to be a main event guy. Here's That's my the thing. only way I would sign with AEW. If you want to make this devil thing work, mm -hmm. okay, like we already know that Roderick Strong is one of them, fine. It should be <laughs> the guys from WWE that were let go. They should all be the devils. That would be fucking amazing. That would be NWO-esque. Yeah. That would be really good. Or when, uh, what was it, the WCW, uh, when those guys came over. You know who I am. But you don't no, no. know when, why I'm here. When Shane had bought WCW and then he had like oh, the, invasion. Sat, the invasion. Yeah. That would be a good nostalgic way to do it. 100%. But again, what would they do it? I mean, it's, yeah, does Shelton Benjamin want to go down there? I, I don't know. I, listen, we've seen crazier things. Can Shelton Benjamin be the jack guy? Because Shelton no, was putting on tall. weight. No, yeah. The dude was too tall. Dude, he was, what I mean, his back. It looked like gotta, he had tumors watch, on his back. Gotta watch the tape. But all right. Well. So yeah, that was that was dynamite. Again, the, the show was good. I wasn't a big fan of the end. I just really hope that wasn't a production mistake. I don't think so. Those guys are too smart. I know you don't think so, but how many times did they catch people blading? Yeah, no, but I'm Yeah, I guess you have a point there, but in this deep of a storyline. At this point, at I just this want, point, at this point, I just want it to be done and over with because it's, it's going to be done at World's End. It's very Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy esque. Did I see something about them trying to redo the Uncle Howdy story? They've line? been talking about it. They've can't, been talking can't about do it. that. That that unfortunately, and no pun, but that died with Bray. Like that. That was you would hope. Yeah, you, you would hope. But it's very Bray Wyatt, uh, like Uncle Howdy asks, like who's the devil? It's, it's just like what is Bray Wyatt? And this whole thing's a work. I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm kidding. Was he Andy Kaufman? I was just going to say, right? Andy Kaufman. <laughs> We've seen it. Don't tell me we haven't. Seen I mean, it. I mean, listen. It, you know, Recipes. I just want it to be over because it's like it's drawn out enough now. Yeah, I think at World's End they're gonna they're gonna end it. You know that that dead horse is being beaten to a pulp. Yeah. Well, like I said, they'll end it. So. All right, so let's get into some news here. So Charlotte was injured after a... <laughs> I love Shay. Don't, okay. don't, don't even use the word. I saw it in the rundown. So <laughs> a mistake. And um, But you see, I don't think it happened there. I think it happened when she did the flip to the outside. Has it been confirmed that she's hurt? I hurt? think so. That <sighs> sucks. I think it happened when she flipped to the outside because, again, she went over and landed on her feet again and almost stuck the landing. I think it happened then. And when she was up on that top rope, her knee just buckled because it was just gone. That sucks, man. It's like you know if something happens now, mania season's out. You know, it's like it's it's out. And her returns are always huge, but she was just starting to build up. Well, if it's an ACL, her return ain't till SummerSlam of next year, my man. That's that's a long unless she long knuckles ride. up and you know. What? Unless she knuckles up and just starts injecting with uh Unless she knows, unless she knows Aaron Rodgers' guy, but it's <laughs> I, it's, I, I don't know. I, that sucks for one of their main stars, their main draws. WrestleMania season, my heart is ripped for her because I just and that it, had it a, sucks. Honestly, that had a hurt on the way down because not only did it buckle on the way down, I think she got it like hit on the rope too. But yeah, I mean, the 
sucks. All right, so as you said before, CM Punk might be taking on a leadership role in NXT, which I think is great. I think it's a cool idea, yeah. Uh, man, she's got a lot of CM Punk news here. CM Punk's first in-ring match scheduled to be December 26th against Dom, which we talked about. Uh, Sami Zayn's taking time off to heal a, a partially torn meniscus. So I'm, I'm wondering, I'm, you got to get surgery for that. I mean, you don't have to. No, but if it's partial, you don't have to. You could rehab yeah. that. I knew I partially tore mine. The same time I tore my ACL, they repaired everything. Yeah, I mean, it, you can... I still can't walk. <laughs> you know, they, they could rehab that, but I hope he comes back as, like, El Generico or something. That'd be hilarious. In the Rumble. <laughs> That'd be good. Definitely wouldn't be coming back that soon. <laughs> Why not? It's like three weeks away. Well, maybe. Yeah, it could be. You never know. Oh, so you said this before. Dolph Ziggler's first match is in Puerto Rico next month. It's his brother and... Cardona. Yeah. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Which is cool to see them together again. Yeah, hell yeah. That's that's great. I can't wait to see what, always, you know, what happens with Always bring back to uh, WWE Swerve. Remember that show? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> no, it was. I thought it was hysterical. Horrible. What he did to Cardona was the best on that metal chair. I don't remember it vividly, but I he just remember Cardona that show. He had Cardona sitting on a chair. And he oh, had, it zapped him, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Okay. And AEW News, Billy Gunn says he wants his retirement match to be against Will Ospreay. How would that go? Get in line, I guess. I don't know. Um, cool. Billy Gunn deserves whatever he wants to be a retirement match. Get the road dog down there. Get get the New Age Outlaws in a match. <laughs> I just want him to retire so he can get a Legends deal with WWE and show up for, like, the 35-year anniversary yeah, of DX. He could. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see. All right. So that's it for the news. So we're going to get into uh, this week in wrestling. I got some pretty good ones here. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if your if your brain's going to be able to handle guessing these, but we'll see. We'll know? see. We're in December now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We start with December eleventh, nineteen ninety seven. A taping uh, of Raw's War in Lowell, Massachusetts. WWE commissioner Sergeant Slaughter sets up a European Championship match between Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Rather than sow seeds of tension between the two, Michaels, who is also WWF champion. Finger poke of doom on this one? Theatrically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Yep. Lays yeah. down for, for Triple H to cover him, and they both celebrate in the now ring. champ, champ. Yeah. Yep. Remember that. December 12th, 1999. WWE Armageddon at the National Car Rental Center in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Armageddon 99 was Taker something. Well... Uh, actually, it was the beginning of the McMahon-Helmsley era when Stephanie turned on her father, Vince, at the conclusion oh. of the main event street fight. Remember that? Remember, oh, man, that, that look. <sighs> Stephanie McMahon, that look that you shot him. I just, I, I think Triple H was still with China at that point, wasn't he? I don't know. Who, who cares? <laughs> it was just, it was good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> All right, this one, this one's going to really rock you. December 13th, 1995. Two years to the day since being brought back into the company, the WWF's champion was deactivated after champion Alondra Blaze and the rest of the women's division were released at, uh, in a cost-cutting move. Blaze would then soon turn on to WCW Monday Nitro and famously throw the belt in the garbage can, <laughs> starting the Attitude Era, or the, uh, the Monday Night Wars. And the Attitude Era, really. So, yeah. Yeah, it was basically, that was fucking great. December 14th, 2003, WWE's Armageddon again took place at the TD Warehouse Center in Orlando, Florida. Waterhouse Center in Orlando, Florida. Oh, three? Yep. Benoit Angle? No. Mm. Nope. This was the uh, the clean sweep of title gold for Evolution. Oh, okay. Randy Orton defeats uh, Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental Belt and Ric Flair and Batista, <laughs> Batista. Won, the WWE, yeah, won the WWE Tag Team Championship. Against the Dudley Boys, La Resistance. I was, dude, <laughs> damn it! I was gonna say La Resistance. That's great. Here was this was a weird team. I forgot the Hurricane and Rosie. How do you forget about that? I've completely forgot about that. It's the Hamburglar and the fucking Nets and the Rock that cut that promo. Rest on in him. peace, Rosie. Yeah, man, that's and, great. Uh, Val Venus and Lance Storm, Test and Scott Steiner and Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak. That was the uh, the tag team turmoil match. That was a cluster. Yeah, I was gonna say, what kind of Mark Gingerak? Holy shit! Oh my god. The the one person that they were actually thinking for Evolution. 
Yeah. When Batista was hurt. Batista. Yeah. <laughs> I love, every time I love you say that. <laughs> you got to hear Tommy do it. Uh, Boulder. Well, maybe I'll see him at the next WrestlePro because I know that they're going against uh, yeah, Santa Team Slaughter. Turtle X again. No. Oh, now it's Santa Slaughter? Santa Slaughter against the fucking Iron Savages. You want to talk <laughs> about a fucking barn burner, bro. I cannot wait to call that one, and I can't wait till Tommy and fucking Bronson kick the shit out of him. Yeah. If there's any way I could get involved and, like, cost Santa Slaughter the match, I'll totally do it. <laughs> They're going to be in Barnegat in uh, January, too. They're going to win those titles. For uh, ISPW. They're going to win those titles. I might have to be there for that. I might have to take a little man. Yeah, no, that'll be... They'll, they would love to see you. The ISPW, man, that's one of those, like, really cool, independent... They're not too over the top. They got a nice little storyline. Yeah. They run every month. That guy who runs it, I forget his name, Tommy Fierro? I think his name is, but um, not me. That's a great. You need, that's a, a, you great, need a manager. Great company. I would love to work against Set to Slaughter. I, I'll start cutting promos here every week. Christ, I want to cut one on on Moff today. Actually, no, you don't. All right, so Moff December fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven, Charlotte, North Carolina. Brett the Hitman Hart makes his first appearance on WCW television. The worst detraction of all time. You think so? Oh, dude, there was nothing for him down there. There was no, there was like, WWE let him go, and nobody gave a shit. That's why I think that the, the like, the everlasting impact that Bret Hart has on wrestling in general only exists in WWF. Like well, he has, yeah, but do you remember what they signed him for that night? To be the referee of the fucking... Uh, Zabisco and Bischoff. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, th that was law, and then Goldberg fucked him up, and it's just like... I'm telling you, Bret Hart and WCW almost... I guarantee if you asked him right now, if you can go back in time oh, and do something... Oh, he says that was the biggest mistake of his life. To, he, he would have to delete his entire WCW career. He said he never wanted to go there, but... Like, Vince wanted to pay him, like, a million dollars a year. Well, that <laughs> no? was the going rate. I mean, I, whatever. But big mistake. Yeah. All right. December 12th, 2012, or December 16th, 2012, Ring of Honor's final battle from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. This is why I picked this one, because just, just listen to these names. Well, wait a minute. December 12th. 2012. So I was, that was two days before my it was five days after my first singles match. And, like, Ring of Honor was running in Rawway not too long after that, or before that. So, go ahead. I'm, I'm familiar. Steen was there. Yeah, keep going with this one. All right. So, uh, it was the final Ring of Honor appearance from El Generico. Mm -hmm. He competed against uh, Kevin Steen yep. in a ladder match, losing the, uh, the Ring of Honor World Championship. Jay and Mark Briscoe captured the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship in a three-way against Scum, Jimmy Jacobs and Steve Carino, and Cedric Alexander and Caprice Coleman. I like uh, Jimmy Jacobs, a good guy. Cedric Alexander, holy crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. We, we saw him at, you know, main event. Yeah. You know, that they're talking about him in 2012 in Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor... Loaded roster. Yeah, Ring of peak. Honor and uh, what was that? The FCW, like the, the two loaded independent rosters where everybody just eventually came to WWE. Well, FCW basically became NXT. So, yeah. yeah. All right, and the last one, December 17th, 2012. WWE Raw saw, uh, WWE Raw saw last year's winner, uh, last year's Slammy. Blah. Got it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was the Slammy Awards presentation. Okay. Thing. John Cena was named Superstar of the Year. <laughs> You're going to pop at this one. Ryback was named the Newcomer of the Year. <laughs> you, you see all these, these violent threats oh now all of a sudden? God. You want to talk about a guy who is, I'm going to say it right now. Shay, cut this up. Ryback is... The Gary Busey of professional wrestling. No, Gary Busey's more uh, unanimously loved. Ryback is going to spin right off the earth. Oh, dude. The dude has lost I all love the entourage uh, yeah, references. Exactly. There, brother. That's exactly what I was thinking about, too. You're going to spin right off this planet. I love it. But, like, he is just doing everything in his power, everything in his power 
to stay relevant. And it's like, you're never going to get booked anywhere again. Yeah. Your price is too much. You haven't wrestled for fucking six years. It's over, bro. Like, it's over. I'm sorry. Honestly, go after- fucking, go dupe some other schmuck into buying your nutrition when, like, you've been doing fucking tests out the wazoo for the rest of like, like, let's cut the shit, right? Cut the shit. It's stupid. Honestly, after that podcast with Punk and Cabana, that made him unemployable in my eyes for, like, Punk talking about how bad he was, like, Trying try to throw Punk on a table and completely misses and throws him he, on the floor. Like, how do you do that? He just sucked. He just had the look. Couldn't cut a promo for shit. He's just not a Look, you can look like a trillion dollars, but it doesn't matter. In wrestling, you got to be able to work. You got to be able to talk. And you got to make friends. <laughs> like, you do have to be respectful you, to you your could, peers. You could eliminate the, the talking part. I mean, like, feed me more would have been perfect because all Goldberg said was, who's next? Fine, but it evolved from that, and it made it worse. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's horrible. Well, and to end that, this to was... I think I was such a fan. <laughs> and to, to end that, uh, Big E made his main roster debut back in 2012. He was the, the sidekick for Dolph and AJ Lee yeah. for a little while. Yeah. yeah, I was there for the cash-in. Greatest cash-in maybe ever, I think. Wait, who's cash-in? Ziggler over Del Rio. Oh, yeah. Loudest I've ever heard of the arena. Speaking of Del Rio, he wrestled this past weekend. Where? A high school gymnasium with about 15 people there. Probably got paid a handsome dollar, but for who? Do you know the company? Like, You know who he wrestled? All right, well. Talk about how far how far off the mountain did you fall? Brother? I mean, again, you got to be good to people. And I don't know if he was. I, I don't, I've met the guy... Twice. I don't think anybody wants to work with him because of everything that happened with Soraya. And That's what I'm saying. The like, murder stuff in yeah, well, Mexico. The murders, though. You know, like, the murder stuff in murder. Mexico. You know? um, yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. But. All right, well, listen. That's it for the news. So before we go. Uh-oh. <clears throat> what is, uh, what's the date? We're not at Christmas time yet, right? Next week will be our official Christmas episode yeah. of uh, of the Fight Factory next, next Thursday. So as you fans of this show have known, for the past year... In the past seasons that we've had, we've been trying to get Danny Moff and Jacob Fatu signed by any organization out there. Uh-huh. Well, finally, Battlefield, Battlefield Pro took the call. So, Mr. Moff, the puppet that's been pulling your strings and keeping this from happening for the past year, that's done. You have no pull here. You are going to end up getting sent right back down to the Pennsylvania Turnpike, right into that cesspool known as Bayonne, right after the Samoan werewolf super kicks your head off and you're pinned one, two, three. You don't realize that. I don't care. You don't realize. Like, here's the thing that you just did. And I'm not going to edit it out. I don't want you to. Okay, good. Because... The thing is, with Moff, the next time he sees you, he will slap you across the face. Worth it. Okay. Moff, there's your face. <laughs> Smack him up. Listen, <laughs> you know me and Fatu. We're, I, just know, we're cool. I just know who Moff is. And I know that there's, there's lines you cross, and there's lines you can walk, and there's lines you can jump over, and there's lines you shouldn't even... If I made a challenge to Moff, which maybe you one did. day, maybe one day I will. You did. Maybe one day I will. Hasn't aired yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's another story. But like, for you, you're, you're, you're fucking dead man walking. But anyway, hope everybody enjoyed this episode of the Fight Factory. Hope everybody enjoyed all pain. the works of the elves that put up all this stuff behind I miss us. Pain. I do miss Payne. Hopefully he's back next week for our Christmas episode. I know Shay will be back in the building. He better be. He has to be, right? You oh, I'm going to be all decked out, holiday right. decked Make out. Make sure man. you wear your Santa hat. I'll wear my Griswold t-shirt. You know, we'll, 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 Oh, I have the, the ugly sweater. There. Uh, we'll Etsy. make it all happen. Etsy takes too damn long. Etsy. Well, that's why I don't order anything off Etsy. <laughs> but anyway, for Dave Sturchio, Tommy D, thank you to our sponsors, Absolute Eyewear, Dudes Gourmet, Richard Lucas, Chevy and Subaru, We'll see you guys next time right here on the Fight Factory. Made it. Paper toss.